Welcome to Supply Chain Radio. I'm Greg Kiefer, and I'm joined here in the studio by Mac McGarry. Mac, welcome to the show. Thank you, Greg. Delighted to be here. So, Mac, we're going to talk a little bit today about big data, Internet of Things. It's a buzzword, but I guess to boil it all down, it there's a lot of data floating around out there. And in the supply chain especially, people are talking about, well, how do I harness that and how do I do better with that? I mean, what's your take on this whole phenomenon? You know, I've had the fun and privilege of working with some of the biggest companies in the world with the most complicated supply chains. The last four weeks, I've come to understand something that I didn't know to be true just a few months ago. And that is that many of us remember the RFID life cycle. And there was so much hype, took so long to get to the economics where you could use it in a very specific way and to demonstrate business value. And my view was three months ago, I'll give it time and I'll learn more about it later. But now I've got some very big companies that are saying, I have an imperative to experiment now. I can't afford my competitor to perfect this technology and experiment and then teach me a lesson that's painful for me. So I do think it's time to jump in. I think it's time to look at a couple of things. Not only the database architectures for big data and how do you drive intelligent analytics from that, that is a science project that you should engage in, but also GPS tracking all the time on all devices, all modes. It's now time to engage in that. And then of course, based on a couple different opportunities in manufacturing and logistics and supply chain, also the idea of internet of things, sensory data and how you bring it in. You know, and ultimately, Greg, I think you need to have experimentation, identified information architecture, and get engaged and experiment and find something that works. It's different today than say back when RFID came out was you've got an army of people out there all walking around with a computer in their hand that's hooked up to the internet. That opens up all sorts of possibilities. If you just look at what Uber has done or Airbnb, there's potentially something like that that's gonna add to the supply chain and enrich this world of big data even further. Yeah, I mean, it's frightening. Every area you look at, there's 30 alternatives, and they're all companies that didn't exist a year or two ago. Or if they did, you never heard of them. So how do you pick it? You're thinking, well, let's wait for maturation to where a few leaders dominate and appear. Because right now, there's all this proprietary points of view, and there's some standards out there. So it's very easy to say, wait and see. But I think you need to pick one, just because the idea of looking at this data and making it useful may teach you some lessons that were totally unexpected. Let's take this big, vast concept of big data and whittle it down. Is there anything you're seeing very specific, very targeted, kind of limited in scope, where there's something actually happened in this arena where there's a company that's done something rather simplistic to kind of get into the pool and learn how to deal with this kind of thing? Yeah, I think final mile delivery and being responsive to customer demand in a short order life cycle. Many of us started working on the bigger complicated order cycles, like having a supplier or contractor in Asia build something for you, pass a quality assurance test, get it ready to ship, ship it, get it through customs, put it in a warehouse, put it on a truck, and manage that long life cycle. So many of us invest a lot of time and money to make that work. But this whole idea of last mile deliveries and GPS tracks, and in some cases, if you're a big company and you have spare parts that are required, you wanna know exactly when that's gonna arrive. And then you get into inventory strategies, you get on time delivered in full. So I think there's some opportunities to look at the short order window and how you improve that cycle time. Right, how do you match that to context? So for example, if there's a GPS on a ship, and you know you've got inventory on a bunch of containers, but you still have to somehow connect it back to, say, 
an item or an order. Are you seeing that happening too, where you kind of turn the data into useful information? Is there stuff happening in that realm? I think some of the experimentation will lead to failure. And that experimentation is where you just have data on a ship, but you don't know what's inside the container and who it belongs to and what skew it is. So I think the time is now where you can, with a platform like GT Nexus, connect that level of specificity to the GPS tracking and validate it and make sure it's high quality data, but also that once you have it, you can make a judgment call on how to impact customer service. Right, and I think one thing we can both agree on is that we're just getting started here. This is the beginning of a big wave that's gonna evolve and go on probably forever. I just think the cycle time here is faster than we think of it. And I think within three years, we'll see some mainstream applications. It won't take seven or 10 years to get to a better place. Right, and then we're all gonna be better for it. Okay, Mac, well, thanks for coming by. This has been a great topic. This is Greg Kiefer, Supply Chain Radio, and we are signing out. Mm-hmm.